Welcome to another episode of Pat's Interference. I think you see that we've got a new co-host with us this week. Uh, Patrick Norwood is in Europe, so I have the lovely Mary Caroline Char, my girlfriend. How are you? I'm good. How are you? No, stop. Um, no, this is Mary Caroline Sharp. You're filling in for Patrick Norwood this week. Thank you for joining us. You're welcome. Um, tell us a little bit about your relationship with the sport of football. Well, I think it's dumb. There we go. That's a good way to start a college football podcast, but we think it's dumb. What else, uh, what else is your relationship with football? Mm, there's too much of it. That I actually agree with. It takes up too much time. It takes up only three or four or five or six months. But every single weekend. All weekend. But also Monday, sometimes Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, even sometimes Wednesday. Right. So you can't get enough of it is what you're saying. Mm. Um, okay. Well, what do you like? What, what do you like that's not football? What do I like that's not football? What do you like that's not football? I just want the people to know a little bit about yourself. Um, I like to read. She does like to read. I like to watch dumb reality TV shows. Mm -hmm. And I like Taylor Swift. Of course, I knew that was coming. I feel like that's what you were getting at there. Well, there's a football angle to Taylor Swift now. There is. She's football. (laughs) Taylor Swift is football. Swifties have taken over football. That's why she's here today. Yeah. Okay, if you're joining us for the first time ever, thank you for joining us. Uh, We encourage you to type in the chat if you're watching us live on Twitch right now. And the way this works is we uh, we stream this on Twitch. I will take this, cut it, put it into YouTube uh, for you to watch later there. If you're watching it there, thank you for watching it there. Or if you're listening to us on Spotify or iTunes or Stitcher or I don't remember where people listen to podcasts outside of Spotify and iTunes anymore. But if you're listening in any spot... Uh, thank you for joining us. This is normally a primarily college football podcast, but we're going to uh, mix some things up this week. I will say that some of the things we're doing uh, with MC are going to be more on the visual side. So if you're listening to this on Spotify, you know, she's going to be like rating college football jerseys later. So you won't be able to see them if you're listening. I would encourage you to go to the YouTube page and watch it there. But if you are cool with not seeing the jerseys or not seeing Patrick Norwood talking a little bit. He sent us some recaps. Then uh, then we'll go with that. But, yeah, so I've known MC, this beautiful flower here, for um, I met her in January of 2022. Mm-hmm. We've been dating ever since. And, um, and now she's a first-time podcast co-host, mm-hmm. which is a big step in our relationship. Yeah, it is. It really is. It's a milestone. Scale of 1 to 10, how uh, nervous do you feel right now? Like a 7. We can bring that back down <laughs> to about a 5, maybe even a 3. Um, okay. You got your glass of wine. You're looking good. You look That's taller true. than me on the, on the screen right popping. now. Yeah. Um, and actually, we watched very little college football last week. That's true. The two of us did. We watched, like, no football. I watched a fabulous. I watched a little bit. I think Norwood, who was in France at the time, may have watched even a little bit more than me. So here's, here, here's how today is going to work. We are going to talk last week, um, and Patrick has sent in some clips of himself. I think he was, he was in the airport somewhere in France, I want to say he was, and you'll, hear, you'll see him in a minute. So he's going to give us his spiel, uh, pre-recorded, and then we'll pick back up where we are. So as far as week nine of college football goes, we had a... Actually, a pretty crazy week, all things considered. Huge upsets, uh, especially in the case of Oklahoma losing to to Kansas. So uh, I'm going to let Patrick Norwood tell us what he thought of Week 9 of college football, and then we'll see you in two to three minutes. Howdy. Welcome to Pat's Interference, a college football podcast taking place in Charles de Gaulle Airport uh, in Paris, France. Jade and I are on the way to Berlin to continue our Europe vacation. Uh, I want Britt to cover most of the games. I don't want to take too much away and have my face be uh, on the screen for too long, but a couple things that I wanted to bring up, a couple games. Um, Kansas beats Oklahoma. That is such a massive victory for that program. Oklahoma was like, you know, looked like they had struggled ever since the Red River rivalry. I think that was a huge get-up game for them, um, and they, they sort of faltered against UCF last week. I really expected them to get right this week uh, and beat Kansas, but it, it wasn't the case. 
Um, Kansas had a huge statement win against Texas two years ago when Jade and I were in Italy. Uh, we were in France and they beat Oklahoma. So uh, Kansas football, if you want to send us to Europe next year for your biggest game, we are totally down for that. Uh, would love it if Brick and MC would come with us, honestly. Uh, the other game I wanted to talk about was a oh, huge statement win for Kansas, obviously. Uh, I said it two years ago. I thought that was going to be a win that really you know, put that program on the map, and they continued to progress. They had a little bit of a setback last year, um, but this year it looks like they're right back in the hunt uh, for things as far as the Big 12 is concerned, and it's a far cry from where they were you know, four, five, six years ago. Uh, so that's a big win for that program. The other game I wanted to talk about was North Carolina and Georgia Tech. I, I don't see a way where North Carolina can move on with Mac Brown after last night. Um, he's a great coach. He's a college football legend, um, and I understand that. But it is getting so hard to live in the triangle, to watch North Carolina fans really be pulling for that program. This was a year where Clemson is down. Florida State is probably your biggest competition. Duke was great, but Duke has lost their starting quarterback for a bit, and they've you know wavered, obviously, with the loss to Louisville last night. This was the year North Carolina needed to get it done, and they couldn't do it. They couldn't. That's extremely frustrating, I know, for that fan base, uh, for that program. Uh, but giving up, I think it was 250-something yards or 230-something yards in the second half alone, that is more than Georgia Tech has had in five different games total, and they had that in the second half alone. That's an issue on coaching. That's that's an issue on, on not being able to adjust, not being able to read what the offense is, is doing and sort of go from there. Um, I, I just I don't see a world where North Carolina can succeed and keep Mac Brown. Um, Drake May is a great quarterback. He, he makes really good decisions. He can throw the ball really well and spin the ball, but I think there's a lot of coaching failures there. And I a part of me wonders, and Brick, I'll, I'll lay this question up to you, do you think Drake May regrets his decision to decommit from Alabama? If he was there this season, he's got probably one of the best defenses Saban has put together in the last decade. Um, do you think that Drake May wishes he was at Alabama throwing balls uh, on a team that could potentially win a national title? You know, I think obviously as Alabama fans, we would love to have Drake May right now. Um, Jalen Milrow has done a fine, decent job, but I think that team looks a lot better with uh, somebody like Drake May. So, Brick, that's a question for you. Do you think Drake May regrets his decommitment from Alabama to North Carolina? Uh, I'll be back on later to talk about Alabama versus LSU. Thank you, Patrick Norwood, for that uh, wonderful recap. I'll be honest with you. I probably should have listened to the whole thing <laughs> before I put it on there. I have no idea what he said, so I can't agree or disagree with anything. That's, uh, that's, that's shoddy co-hosting. But I will kind of give a few thoughts of my own while you sit here and ponder them, perhaps. Um, so a big thing that happened, and I'm sure he talked about it, was Oklahoma. The, the, big, the big upset, the, the, the big one, was... Kansas beating Oklahoma, which is funny to me. Um, I don't know if he touched on this at all, but what I find funny about that is for the last, I don't know, however, however many years ago it's been since Texas lost to Kansas, Texas has been the butt of that joke. Uh, mostly Oklahoma throwing that their way. So to have that happen to them, college football cyclical. We, we say it all the time. So uh, I guess that makes the Big 12 pretty interesting um, because you've got two teams with one loss that we're pretty sure are going to still be on a collision course to play for um, the Big 12 championship and maybe make it to the playoff. Texas is the big winner of the weekend just by virtue of Oklahoma losing because I, I don't want to say they were out of the playoff hunt because obviously they are still in it, but they did feel like a team that was on the outside, outside looking in. And now they're right back there. They went out. There's a decent chance they make it in. I mean, obviously, there's going to be a lot of things to consider. But Texas is definitely back alive. Oklahoma probably needs to go beat Texas again. Actually, they definitely do. The, the winner of that will have a solid shot for sure now at making the playoff, at least in my mind. There's a lot of football to go. Uh, and then I want to say the other really big thing that happened um, was USC losing again. No, they won. They won by one. Sorry. I thought they lost. They won by one. Florida destroying... Or Georgia destroying Florida was interesting, MC, because... Tell me why. Well, Georgia's won two national championships in a row, you know? They have. They have won two in a row. But they've been looking like a team, not lost, but they haven't been what they have been all season. You know, the last two years, they were a lot more dominant. This year's been a little bit more... They're, less they're than still dominant? Less than dominant. Thank you. Thank you. Um, 
less than dominant, but it looks like they're figuring themselves out and to destroy Florida in that neutral side game without Brock Bowers, who's injured, as we both know. Um, mm-hmm. I knew that. that. That's big time. That's a big time win. And I, I, I said that last week on the pod. I thought Georgia was going to kill them, and they did. Uh, I think Georgia is figuring themselves out before Alabama does, uh, really before a lot of other teams have. Uh, and I don't know. They feel like the favorite again to me. After a game like that, it's hard to not look at Georgia as the favorite all over again. Anyway, um, we have some uh, some segments with MC. So I'm so glad that Norwood recapped college football. I don't want to harp too much on that because she's not going to have much to say. But true. we have three games you're going to play with MC today. One of them requires a little setup because it was kind of funny. Um, what she is going to do is I'm going to name a football term. Mm-hmm. And she is going to tell us what that means. And I am not going to disagree with her. I will agree <laughs> with everything she says. Now, this is funny because she came up actually with this segment last year before she'd seen as much football as she has. I told her maybe two days ago that I wanted to do it. And she goes, well, it's different now because I know football. I know more about football. I do know more about football. I know more. She knows more. So I'm going to start with the more obvious one. But ones. last year I knew nothing. Now she knows. Now since she knew nothing. Now she knows a fair amount. Is that is that fair to say? I feel insulted. A fair amount. I think fair amount is is more than kind. Yeah, but it's the way that you're saying it. Mm. It's your tone. Chastise on the podcast. That's not a first. I get chastised every week by Norwood. So, um, all right, well, I'll start with this one. And if you have any that you want to throw in the comments, I see Forrest or Nikki or somebody's in the comments, but they're on Forrest's account. You can throw them in there, too. Um, let's start with touchdown. Well, that's when they score. They run to the end zone and they score. They do. That's a really good one. Also, what is... I said end zone. That's double points. That is huge. <laughs> that is fantastic. Uh, so you know the end zone, you know first, uh, what is first down? Okay, so they have 10 tries, four tries there we go. to get 10 yards, so the first down is the first time that they get tackled. Yeah. Um, I will say this, you were, you were correct, they also call you it... You said you were not No, no, I correctly. just want to, I want to, I want to, I want to say that you were 100% correct. Uh, first down can also sort of be used as, like... You know what? You were right. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not even going to add anything to it. You were fantastic. What is a holding call? Like when you're when you're tr- like, what's the word? Off defense. Yes, when they like. Sure. Or yes. Offense. Yes. Yes. Somebody. I told you like, I'm not disagreeing. Tack- with you. They're like not tackling, but like trying to stop them, but they're holding on to them. Correct. Yes. Uh, what is a pass interference call? When the, you throw the ball mm-hmm. and then the other team catches it or interferes with it, interferes with the other person catching the ball. There you go. <laughs> now, on that same note, what is an interception? That's when they catch it. Yes. Fumble. When you like, I don't fumble the ball. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's no other way to put that, actually. Okay, let's get, it, let's get into some more difficult ones. Um, what would you say intentional grounding is? I intended to be on the ground. Oh, you couldn't have, you couldn't have gotten that any, <laughs> any more correct if you tried. Oh, look, force put in intentional <laughs> ground. Our, our minds are on the same wavelength right now. That's scary. But. Um, okay, let's, let's do, um, what's offsides? What does Ted Lasso say? He doesn't, he knows offsides. He can't explain offsides, but he can tell you when he sees yeah, it. Yeah, you don't even know what you know when you see it? Yeah. Sure. Um, <laughs> what is a safety? Being safe. <laughs> okay, so that's actually funny. Um, I've got a little story for that one. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever played Tecmo Bowl, but it, it, was, it was one of the OG football games, 8-bit, on the original Nintendo. And I am going to disagree with you with, with this one just for the sake of the story. Uh, but I would play it. I didn't know anything about football. I was probably in second or third grade and was playing on my dad's Nintendo. And I would take the ball every time. I would snap the ball and I would run straight backwards out of the back of the end zone. It would light up the screen. Safety. And I thought it was what you just said. I mean, I was safe, perfect. 
And my dad would come in and he'd walk in and he'd see me playing the game completely wrong. He'd get on to me and go, nope, doesn't matter, I'm safe. And I would lose every game 100 to nothing because I would run into the back of the end zone every single time. Well, I know it's not the same thing as like baseball where you're like safe. Safe, no. But no, I know that. Ooh, this is a good one. Uh, what, what hand signal do the refs do when it's a touchdown? Or a field goal. I did this the other day. You so did, but now wrong. we're on the... No, 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 no. Touchdown. Do you know incomplete? <laughs> yes. Uh, Force wants to know, or Nikki, that could be Nikki as well, uh, wants to know what a touchback is. Touchback. Touch yeah, we're, lo- <laughs> we're not losing you at all. You're, you're doing, you're you are 10 for 10 right now, or whatever, you're 100% correct. What is the pylon? The what? The pylon. Like a dog, like, like when they're trying to get the ball and they all like dog pile. No, that is a pile on. P-Y-L-O-N. Sorry. Oh, okay, well, that was not clear. Yeah, I, I'm, I am correcting. I am, I am P-Y-L-O-N. I've never heard that word in my life. <laughs> so, I don't know. Hmm. I could probably think of a few more. I want to I think of a really good one. Um, is there anything that, you, that you'd like to add right now? Um, yes, I would like to tell Forrest to let Nikki ask the questions that she wants to ask. Are you getting texts? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the, the, the chat feature is, is open and ready to go right there. Um, let's go with... Roughing the passer. Like beating them up? Just beating them Go up. Rough. Just ru- really roughing them up. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think you could be a uh, football referee? No. Why is that? Well, I do like rules. But. <laughs> That's the most NC answer I've ever seen in my life. I do like rules. But. I don't. I don't, they're they're very large people. I don't think I would be able to, like, tell them no, because they would scare me a little bit. They they would scream at you? They might. You don't want want them to be screaming at you? No. Who is your favorite football player right now? Well, are we, on what, are we talking about college football? College or NFL. Well, I have to say Tua. You're gonna make me. You'll be mad at me if I don't say Tua. You're right. I would. I would be mad at you if you didn't say Tua. So right. if it's not Tua and it's, I'm not gonna say not Tua, not Travis Kelsey. You can say Travis Kelsey. I don't know. I don't know anybody enough to like to have a favorite. This I would is say Tua. Okay, so I'm gonna do this. I would like, and you can say no, and we can move on to the next part if you'd like. But all the only thing I hear mm-hmm. on my side of the world, yes, my side of Twitter, sure, my side of Instagram, yes, is people. Ripping apart the whole Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift thing. I'd like to hear your take on it as well, both a smart person and a Swifty. Well, what do you mean they're ripping it apart? How do you feel about their relation? No, I mean you know people go, oh, you quit showing them on the TV. Oh, you're ruining football. And okay, well that's the NFL and the media's fault, not their fault. Yes, that's a good point. They're they're just he's playing football and she's just there having a good time. Yeah, well, supporting her boyfriend. Right. Are, so, are they official? Are they? Does she, do you think she calls him boyfriend? I don't know. Hmm. I'm not. Do you think they've kissed? We don't. Yeah. How do you feel about their relationship? Are I you think excited it's fun. by it? Yeah. Well, yeah, I think it's fun. It's a good time. Everybody's just having fun. Um, and that's and sort of. And if you're not a... having fun, you gotta stick up your ass and like chill out. And as somebody <laughs> that you know. Is, is sort of reveling in Taylor Swift being out and being public again. You must be eating it up because she was so under the radar for so long. Yeah, I mean, it's a good time. I enjoy it. If I like was, I said, it's just fun. If I was in the NFL, would you come watch my games? Yeah. Would you watch all of them? Would you yeah. come to all of them? Yes, I would come to them. Taylor Swift is not going to be in Germany on Sunday. Well, she's also getting ready to go on an international tour, so, so I feel she like should, she gets a pass. But that, if, if it's already international, Germany. But she's not starting in it's Germany. It's like practice. It's not starting there. She's got to practice. We have, some, we have some questions. Oh, good. This has got to... Okay. Oh, this is really good. Can MC give us a recap of the last game she watched slash remembers? Can you... What? 
Give us a recap of the last game you watched and remember. And then DH Baller wants me to follow him and sub to his YouTube channel. <laughs> DH Baller. I will check that out. Thank you for DH Baller 23. That's Devin Hester, the by last... the way. That's got to be Spencer. That's going to be Devin Hester Baller 23. I the, see right through that. The last game that I watched and remember. We, we, watched, we watch... did watch Tennessee game together. The Alabama-Tennessee. We did. That's the last one I think that I watched. Mm-hmm. No, go wait. Did the, the Dolphins play? I don't think I watched the Dolphins play that Sunday because I think that they were not on. No, you didn't really watch. You haven't watched most of the last two Dolphins games with me. So Bama-Tennessee is the last game you watched. And that would be great. I would actually love to hear your, your reaction and recap of that game. Mm. Well, it was a very tense environment. Mm-hmm. Um, Jade and I had to take a halftime walk. That's um, about normal for this game, yes. Yes. But also, I wasn't really that tense because I was just drinking. Mm-hmm. Having a good time. Yeah. Um, I don't even remember it that much. I just remember we won. I love that you said we there. Well, I am required to pick a team, so. Did one team start off really kind of slow and bad? Yes. Did we. Okay, listen. Jade and I said nobody. You guys just yelled the whole time. That's what you But Jade and I knew football. the second half team. And that Every is exactly time. What and that's why we were chilling. We were like, everything's fine. It doesn't matter what's happening right now because we're going to come back and it's all going to be good. And what happened? They came back and it was all good. Exactly. But what if that doesn't happen? Then it doesn't happen and you lose and it's a game. What do we do after the game? What did we do after the game? Grab a stogie. We smoked some cigars. Oh, yeah. We did do that. That was a lot of fun. So we will uh, we will move on from the segment where MC tells us about college football terms. Um, it's probably for the best. Probably for the best. <laughs> but we do have another segment coming right up where MC is going to do a pick 'em. I'm going to do a pick 'em as well. But so basically, we're going to transition. So we we talked about last week. We heard Patrick Norwood and France telling us about college football last week, or you guys did. I haven't heard it for, unfortunately because I didn't plan that far ahead. Um, and now we're going to talk about this upcoming week. So Patrick Norwood is going to join us again, live, slash pre-recorded, uh, from France, the airport. And he is going to tell us his thoughts on the upcoming week of college football. All right, last but not least, let's talk a little bit about next week in college football. There's not a lot of games. I already talked about LSU Alabama. I kind of want Brick to cover uh, the rest of them so you can watch his beautiful face instead of mine. Uh, but one game that I do want to talk about is Missouri-Georgia. Obviously, Georgia struggled with Missouri last year. Uh, that game was on the road. There were a lot of weird factors going in that game. That's if, if you've been a fan of a team that has made it to a national title or made a conference championship run, you know there's always one game where a team kind of falls asleep at the wheel, um, and I think that was Georgia's game last year uh, against Missouri. Now, the issue is Georgia's had a lot of first halves this year that have sort of gone that way, and Missouri's not a team you can really afford to do that against this year. Uh, I do like Georgia in this one. At the time that I'm recording this, there's not really a line out, um, but I, I do think that Sorry, there's a woman over here. She's hucking this baby. Like she's throwing it in the air, but she is throwing and throwing it. Are you seeing this? Anyway, um, did you see it? She was throwing the baby. Uh, I'm going to take Georgia in this one. I like the fact that they're playing between the hedges. Um, I just don't think Missouri's offense is really ready for something like Georgia's defense. Um, Georgia, again, has to get rid of those slow starts. They've got to start a game, you know, scoring on their first three, four drives. Um, I don't know if that's going to be this game, but they can't continue to start slow and expect to make it and um, sort of be the team that Georgia's been across the last two or three years. Uh, so I, I will take Georgia in this one. I'll probably take them to cover depending on what the line is. Um, I just I think Missouri's headed in the right direction. I just don't think they are at upset Georgia on the road in the right direction. Uh, so that's it for me on Pets Interference this week. I know Brick's taking good care of you with insert special guest name here. Uh, Brick, when you fix this in post. Um, but I appreciate you guys watching. I hope Brick is not throwing in any interceptions with Jalen Milrow, and he's running for a million yards. And I love you guys. Bye. Ah, there we go. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, thank you, Patrick Norwood. I think he started off that video saying, um, last but not least, but I kind of switched the order in which we were doing things. Uh, but yeah, so he told us what he thinks about the upcoming week, and now we are going to do college football pick'em with Mary Caroline Sharp. Uh, you're going to pick who you think is going to win the game. 
And I'm going to pick who I think is going to win the game. Okay. And we will see who does better. Slash, no, you know. Okay. You're going to win. But we won't know until yes. Saturday. Yes. Okay. Uh, so we, we can recap this either on Twitter or on the stream next week. Um, all right. Big game. Yep. Kansas State at Texas, which actually the line for this was a lot closer than I thought it would be. Who do you, who do you see winning that one? Um, I don't know either of these teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just going to say Texas because that's what popped in my head. That is a, that's a great <laughs> answer. I am also going to pick Texas. Because uh, if you'll remember, Texas beat Alabama. Texas, they did I do that. think, is the number seven team in the country, or maybe six. I don't remember the uh, the top ten there, but they're they're a playoff favorite. They're they're a, they're a playoff hopeful, and you know Kansas State is the type of team that can sneak up on people. They usually do it every few years or so and beat a team that they shouldn't beat. But I don't see that happening this week. Uh, the next game on the list is Texas A and M at Ole Miss. Um. I'm saying Ole Miss just because I like them better, and I don't have a reason for that. Well, you're that is a good that's a good <laughs> pick. I just it might be real on the podcast. Um, that is a good pick because Ole Miss is ranked number ten. They only have lost once, mm. but I'm actually going to disagree with you on this one. Okay. Well. I know Texas A&M has lost three games. I know they've lost to Alabama, but this feels like I, I need to see Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin start winning in November before I believe that they're actually going to beat teams like this in November. It helps that they're at home. Vaught-Hemingway Stadium in the Grove, that's a fun environment and a good place to, to win and play a game. But I just, I just, something tells me to back off Ole Miss for a week. And I'll probably regret it because it'll be embarrassing when she gets that right and I don't. But I'm sticking with it. The next game, Notre Dame at Clemson. Um... I'm gonna say, I don't, I don't know. You're gonna say you don't know? You won't get points for that. Well, I don't know either of these teams. Uh, yes. Comments. Yeah, Courtney uh, asked if we've talked about Travis Kelsey yet. We have, but yeah. we can, we can bring him up towards the end too. We can, we can go more into that. Uh, we're about halfway through, if I had to guess. Um, you don't need to put crying emojis, Corky. I. I'm if you have any specific say, questions, ask him in are there. Are you let me pick? I'm not. Yes, uh, Notre Dame-Clemson, sorry. Okay, I'm going to say Notre Dame because that's where Jason Street was going to play. That is a good choice, and I'm going to agree <laughs> with you on that one. I'm also picking the Golden Domers of Notre Dame because they're the better team and Clemson is in a spiral. Mm-hmm. Um, Missouri at Georgia. This is actually an interesting game that I'm very excited for. Okay, um, Georgia. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go with Georgia, too, but if Georgia is going to slip up before December, this is probably the team that's going to trip them up because Missouri can score the damn ball, and uh, they can throw the ball. They've already beaten some good teams this year, and uh, yeah, I'm excited to see if Georgia can handle that kind of firepower. They have not been tested that way all season long. Oklahoma at Oklahoma State. Oklahoma. Good choice. I'm going to agree with you there. I don't know why. This is, uh, they call this game Bedlam because it's always crazy. Okay. Sometimes crazy. Uh, but I think Oklahoma realizes that their season now hangs in the balance. Even with one more loss, they're out of this. And they've got a really good defense. They were embarrassed and exposed a little bit last week, and I think they're going to be ready to play. Washington at USC is such a good game. I cannot wait to see what happens in that one. Um, is that... South Carolina or... Southern California. Southern California. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Trojans. You, are, you will be ranking their jersey later. Okay. Uh, Washington. I don't know why. Just because. No, that's a good point. That is a good choice. So we are going to have another disagreement here. Okay. Washington's going to be the favorite. I think they're a three-point favorite. They're undefeated. I think they're number five in the country. They've already beaten Oregon. They've been impressive all the way through. They have maybe the Heisman winner or leader, I should say, at this point. But I'm going to pick the upset. And I'm going to say that USC is going to win this one. I think Kayla Williams has been kind of dragged the last couple weeks. Um, This is going to be a high-scoring game, but something just tells me USC at home at night. Something tells me they're going to figure it out this game. I never thought that Washington was going to make it all the way to the end of the season undefeated. 
And so I think this is the game that's going to trip him up. And uh, there's a very solid chance that you outscore me next week in this pick -em, now that I'm thinking about it. Because the only times I've disagreed with you have been the upsets. And you've picked the favorite every single time. It's, you know, ball. LSU and Alabama. Well, obviously I have to say Alabama. You don't have to say Alabama. Well, I've been right every time I've said we were going to win. So. You're, you're correct. You have been right. I will discuss LSU-Alabama in a minute, but first I need to pass it to Patrick Norwood. Uh, he's going to join us for the last time. He has his thoughts on LSU-Alabama, and then I'm going to give probably what's going to end up being a diatribe about it for me. So uh, sit tight, and I'll see you in about three minutes. All right, I am currently coming to you live from the Charles de Gaulle Airport in Paris. We are headed to Berlin. Uh, I do miss being on the podcast, Patrick. I miss you very much, buddy. Uh, Alabama and LSU, this is one of the more interesting games of the season. I, I found it really interesting that College Game Day is actually going to be there uh, for this one, but then I looked at the schedule of games and obviously it made sense. Um, I'm just, I don't know how this game plays out. I've played it out a bunch of different ways in my head, but really what it's going to come down to is can Alabama uh, keep up with LSU on offense. Uh, I don't think LSU's played a defense quite as good as Alabama's, especially with the defensive backfield as good as Alabama's. I think a lot of Alabama's offense is going to hinge on those deep balls, on those deep threats like we've seen all season uh, to kind of break the game wide open. I'm not really sure what sort of run the game is going to be there for Alabama because we don't know week to week. Uh, one thing that I will say is LSU's defense has gotten much better. Uh, not good. Not good. Uh, but much better as the season has gone along, especially ever since the Ole Miss game. So what this comes down to, in my mind, is an offensive battle between the two teams. If LSU can get in a shootout and force Alabama into a shootout, they have a very good shot of winning this game on the road. Uh, if they get stopped if Alabama can get a couple stops in the second half especially um, and really let their offense work because we know Alabama's offense is not going to score on every drive that's not who they've been all season unless something has drastically changed changed in the off week uh, I just don't see that happening so if this game becomes a shootout I'll go ahead and give the nod to LSU if this game becomes more of a defensive struggle I will definitely give the nod to Alabama uh, I think Alabama having this game at home at night will be uh the perfect scenario for them to sort of get this win um but it is going to be a very very challenging game for both sides this is always such a huge game if you've listened to this podcast for a long time you know one of my favorite things i've ever heard about this game was it's like someone takes two sledgehammers over their head drops them and lets them hit at the bottom uh and i think this is going to be another one of those games uh it really just depends on how lsu's offense can force alabama into playing sort of a soccer match um or excuse me playing more of a track meet than a soccer match and uh you know i'll i will say i'll give alabama the win i'll say it'll probably be about it'll be really close i'll go probably 31 27 something in that range um I, I hope if you're an Alabama fan, we've got to hope that's a much lower score if we want the blowout. But I think uh, the entire fan base wants at this point a statement win against LSU would be huge for the rest of the season and the progress of this team. Having the bye week really helps, but LSU had a bye week as well. One thing to keep in mind, LSU put up 62 points on Army. That is very hard to do regardless of how good or bad Army's defense is simply because Army holds the ball for such a large amount of time, so this will not be like a lot of games where Alabama can just sort of milk the clock with a solid run game and a bunch of short passes um, to move the chains over and over again and nickel, dime, nickel and dime someone down the field and hold on to the ball. It didn't matter. Army tried to do that as well. LSU can score at will. They've showed that all season. Uh, but I will give the nod to Alabama. I like them in this game at home. Uh, but if, if this game starts getting high scoring, especially early, look out because it could get ugly for the Tide. Brick, I hope you're having a good one, buddy. I love you. I'll be back later to talk more about uh, college football as a whole. Bye. Thank you, Patrick Norwood. Once again, I have no idea what he said. So I am just going to have to give my thoughts on the game on my own. Um, and I'll start with I think Alabama is going to win this. I think it's going to be close. The line is about three. I think in my head I've got Alabama winning by four. In my head it's 28-24, and I'll tell you why. Um, the defense, I think, is going to be able to stop LSU just enough. The, the, the pass rush that Alabama's been able to put out there, even when the team is playing bad, the rest of the team, the pass rush has not fallen off at all since the Texas game. They've held their own. The defense has kept Alabama in every game, 
And with the home field advantage being there, I think Alabama is going to be able to pull this one out. Um, so I'm not predicting an Alabama loss like I really thought I was going to maybe coming into the week. But the more this game has sat with me, the more I've thought about it, the more I've thought about Alabama's defense, the more I've thought about the home field advantage. It's a night game. Um, more times than not, Alabama is usually able to pull those out. Uh, on top of that, Jalen Milrow's been coming around. The offense made a lot of strides that second half against Tennessee. I do expect Alabama to come out slow. I think that's just their DNA. I think that's who they are. I don't expect them to come out fast, punch them in the mouth. I think the defense is going to have to keep Alabama in it. I think Alabama will start trailing, and I think they will come you know, losing 7-0, 10-0. I will be screaming at the TV. I'll be crying. I'll be going to the bathroom pretending like I need to use it, but really I'm just checking my phone. I've done that before, but not much this year. And uh, then they will have a strong second half because that is Alabama's DNA, and I actually don't hate that. I don't hate being a second-half team with a badass defense. Uh, there are worse teams to be. Not the best team Alabama's had. We've said that time and time again. I don't need to go further than the, to it than that. But you just listen to Patrick Norwood talk for three minutes about it. So I shall uh, end my rant right there. And we have a very good question from Courtney in the comments. Uh, and I, I'm going to assume this is for MC because... What is it you... for me? I feel like it's for you. I'm going to have you answer it. But I think she wants a legitimate answer. Okay. What do you think makes college football different from professional football, and why is it so popular among fans? I do want to know. I do genuinely want to know what you think the main differences are first, if you don't mind. Otherwise, you can say no, and I'll answer Between it. Between college and professional? Yes. I really, I don't know. It's it's all the same to me. That's why I don't, I don't understand it either. Aside from the rules being a little different, um... I mean, I guess, like, because if you went, I get, like, if you, like, you went to Alabama, so you have a connection mm -hmm. to Alabama, so I get that part. Yeah. I don't really get, like, why would you have a connection to, like, the Giants, like, other than just, like, living in New York? I don't mm -hmm. I think, and I've, I've been in arguments with friends of mine that like at the NFL better than college, and we go back and forth on which one's better, which one's worse. Uh, but basically, it all boils down to the pageantry of college football. The, I think you were, you were on to something there with the connection. The connection that people feel with their teams, yeah. for the most part, is a little stronger, in my opinion. Um, it's not always true, right? Cowboys fans are crazy. Patriots fans like Forrest are crazy. But I, I even think Forrest agrees that, I think he's told me before, that there's still more feeling there with ECU. The pageantry their traditions, the band, the thing, you know, everybody's got their own little thing that they do, but they matter so much more. Like, and here's an example. All right, Alabama says Roll Tide, right? Auburn says War Eagle, FSU does this, Florida does this. Everybody has their thing. The Miami Dolphins have a thing. When they score a touchdown, they play a song. It's a really cheesy song, but they play it over the whole stadium, and it goes, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. Now, how many people outside of the Dolphins actually know that? They don't really care about traditions in the NFL. It's also a lot more corporate. It's a lot more dry. Um, they call it the no fun league for a reason. The players are better. The games are lower scoring for the most part because the players are better. There's more parity. So if you are a fan of a team that wins a lot in college football, it probably does mean a lot more to you. But if you cheer for a team that doesn't win all that much in college football and has no chance to ever win a championship, you might kind of lean more toward the NFL because every team has a shot in the NFL. I will be honest, not every team has a shot to win the championship in college football. Yes, technically they do. But I'm like throwing shade at Forest. No, I was gonna say Idaho. Like Idaho is never gonna win a national championship in college football. Okay. That is not gonna happen. That being said, every single day college football becomes more like the NFL with paying players and transferring and all that. So I hope that covered it for you. That's that's a very short answer to what could be a very long answer. Mm. A very astute uh, listener comment said that college football players are boys and NFL football players are men. Well, if you're looking at it from that regard, <laughs> you are completely correct. <laughs> that is true. Football players are mostly in their late 20s and 30s in the NFL. Well, that's not... Okay. And more, you know... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, 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 what do you think? What do you, what what do do you think, think that was meant by that? By that comment? Yeah. I don't know. Honestly, they're probably all boys. They're probably all dumb. They've been hit in the head like a lot. So it is between football 
and oddly enough, baseball, for what I think in my experience has been the dumbest group of athletes. I mean, I can see baseball, too. Baseball players are a bunch of damn... Actually, and I've heard hockey's like this a lot, too, but I, I don't, I I've never covered hockey and never really been around that sport, but baseball players are such damn goobers. Football players are probably... A, and this is very strongly stereotyping, but nobody cares about stereotyping sports. Yeah, you might be right about the, the dumbness factor. And yeah, I mean, there's CTE going on up there, and we just kind of gloss over that until they find the, the cure for it or the answer for it. But um, okay. I don't know. Is there, so you guys can keep asking questions in the comments, but I am very excited for this next segment. This is the part that I've been looking forward to the most. And this is where MC is going to rate football jerseys based on a criteria of her own. She came up with the criteria. I'm not going to agree or disagree with her. I'll have things that I say, and I'll say if I like the jersey or not. But this is, um, this is an opinionated topic here for her, from what I understand. We watch a lot of football together now, and she usually has something to say about pretty much every team's jersey. So I'm excited here. I guess we have to switch over, and then I have to switch this over. Sorry. All right, so we started easy. We started with an easy... You, you, baby, we're muted. Are we muted? Are we muted? No, we're good. Oh. Yeah, that's us. Okay. All right. Just kidding. We're starting. This is... And I, and I did a I did a sort of a mix of some home, some away jerseys, some like historically loved jerseys, and some historically hated jerseys. This is about as classic of a look as it gets. Alabama Road it Whites. It is. You're right. Am I... Are you going to let me comment, or are you commenting? Yes, I'm setting it up for the people on the like listening on the podcast. I okay, need to hear right. Alabama Road Whites. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I think both Alabama's uh, uniforms, I about said outfits. Um, <laughs> you can say outfits if you want. <laughs> um, are, are classic. Sometimes, to me, I feel like that's a little bit boring. You know, I've told you that I think everybody should have sparkly helmets. Mm-hmm. They would all win more. It's fine. But I also tend to prefer the white uniforms over the color uniforms Mm -hmm. because I think they look cleaner. I do think Alabama's road whites are cleaner than the But I feel like that for every team. Mm -hmm. I just think that they look nicer. So anyway, um, I'm rating these on a scale of 1 to 10, and I will try to give you a uh, thought process behind my rating of these. But she I, hasn't seen these, by the way. No, I haven't seen these previously. Um, so I, this would be like, I don't know, probably like a seven or an eight. I'll take that. I actually, it's because you like sparkly and you like, I won't say flashy, but, yeah, but Alabama class- doesn't have the chrome or the sparkly helmets. They so. don't, and I wish they did. But classy, classic is just like, that's good too. Is it fair to say that if Alabama had a cl- uh, shiny helmet, they, they'd be a, that, maybe a Yeah, 10? it would be a step up. Okay. All right. Well, I, I will take, I'm going to, you said seven. I'm going to say we said seven for Alabama. Okay. All right. This one. Also, I'm not rating them over the others. I'm just honest. Okay. Right. This is the Tennessee home jersey we're looking at. Um, well, yeah. I mean, that's like a one. Oh. (laughs) And I'm not not saying that because I know you want me to. I'm saying that because it's a god awful color. (sighs) This is music to my ears. I'm going to have to clip this and send it to Norwood while he's in Germany. Okay, well, He'll be very happy about this. It's gaudy and it's terrible. You sound just like Sandra Bullock. What is that? It's tacky and I hate you. You're tacky and I hate you. And uh, look, I think you can see the mouse on the screen. I mean, look at... Look, just... Ugh. Yeah, I'm really just... I've actually, and I'll be honest, I've I never hated their helmets. I was just about to say, I don't hate their helmets. Yeah. Anyway. Um, not great. You know, and the, the pants with the two stripes is good, but I agree with you. So, a 1 out of 10 for Tennessee's home orange jerseys. Number three, this would be the... Uh, this is Joe Burrow we're looking at, and this is the Cincinnati Bengals black home jerseys. Oh, so we're not just currently... doing college. I threw some NFL in here, too. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, first of all, I hate orange. I do not course, like it. Of course. However, these are cool. You dig this. I mean, you I like, like the tiger them. stripes, right? Yeah, they're kind of like a little bit flashy, and I mm-hmm. like them. Um, I'm going to say eight. An eight? Yeah, I think they're cool. Okay, all right. I'll... Also, Joe Burrow is hot. Joe Burrow is very hot. Look at that face. Look at that cute little face. Um, 
I will say this about the Bengals. They do tend have a tendency to sometimes when they go away from what their normal jerseys are, they don't do alternates very well in my opinion, but I do like the way they look in their regular jerseys and they don't need to change those. Um, all right, what do we have next? Oh, yes. All right, well, so we've got two Miami this? Dolphins jerseys in here. Okay, well, these we, are terrible. This is a Color Rush jersey they wore, I think, in like 2017 or 18. This well, is the quarterback they had before Tua. They're horrendous. They're awful, thank you. Yeah, this I was a, appalled no. that my team wore this. Horrible. Just no. Absolutely terrible. Negative two. Negative two. Worse than Tennessee. I actually agree. This is because it's all this is orange. It's terrible. Negative two out of ten for the Dolphins <laughs> color rushes. So to make myself feel a little better, I did throw this one in. Oh, oh, maybe my favorite jersey in football. I do. Um... Yeah, I like these. I like. I typically like the Dolphins uniforms. So this is, I didn't say for the podcast, but this is the Dolphins' current uh, throwback jerseys, their road ones, and they wore this past week against the Patriots, and that's uh, Jalen Ramsey wearing it. That, to me, is such a clean, classic look. I wish they wore this every week. Yeah, I, I like it. I, um, I don't think that's my favorite jersey of theirs, though. Interesting. I feel like I've seen other ones... I like the brighter teal, I think. So you like you like when they wear their homes? No, no, I don't like, no, I'm, but they, don't they have like a white one that's just got like a brighter teal on it? Yeah, this, that would be their non-throwback, probably. Okay, I like that one I think better. Also, I know you like this one, so I'm going to say six. Also, it's aqua, not teal. Whatever. We're very, I we're thought very, it was Miami teal. We're very serious about this. Aqua and orange. Whatever. <laughs> uh, I don't remember what's next. Oh, oh, gross. We're looking at Duke's Negative current 10. home uniforms. Duke's current gross. Home. Well, how do you feel about the Duck the Fook. font up here? No, disgusting. Absolutely not. Negative 10 for Duke. Gross. But get it off the screen. Get it off the screen. I knew that was an easy uh, thumbs down from you. Ah, oh, this is a big one right here. Is this the one? Okay, first of all, ECU's ECU home has chrome domes. shiny helmets. So that automatically puts them up. I think Forrest asked about this in the chat. Hold on. He said... He, oh, there's a lot of questions in the chat. He said, can MC judge the new ECU throwback uniforms? Is that this? This is an ECU uniform. I don't know if this is a new throwback or not, honestly. Counterpoint, sparkly helmets did not help ECU win this season. That's true. Um, but they did look good while losing. So, I mean, you know, that's a win, I guess. Um... Yeah, everybody should have sparkly helmets, so ECU gets points for that. Um, also, they're purple, which is my favorite color. Um, however, mm, she's getting the nitty gritty now. I just don't know if I feel the overall aesthetic of these. Okay. I don't. Okay, here's the thing. I don't typically like when their um, tops and their bottoms are the same color. It's too much. It is hard to pull if, off. When it's, when it's all white, it works. But when it's all like all purple or all orange or all red, I just don't care for it. So they're going to get knocked down a couple of points for that. So I'm, hmm. I'm going to say, I'm going to put them at a six as well. A six? That's, that's Yeah, a... because sparkly helmets. Sparkly helmets. You just don't like the overall aesthetic beyond that. Yeah, I don't like that they're all in the same color. But I, but I like the color and I like the shininess. Four seems upset that I didn't pick. I just picked one that looked cool when I typed in ECU football on Google Images, I'll be honest. Uh, I, it's hard to find pictures of jerseys that show both the top and the bottom, though, sometimes. All right, who do we have next? All right, this is Arizona State, one of their home uniforms. And actually, I think this is a situation, in my mind, where same color top and bottom works a little better. I do agree with you. I'm going to say five. Five for the Arizona State. I don't hate it, but I also don't really love it. This isn't ASU's best jersey. I, I, try, I tried to find one that I thought was sort of more of their current, like, newer age look that they do. So a five for also, Arizona I'm State. Also, I'm sorry, Patrick Norwood, but Sun Devils is a weird... That doesn't make any sense. It's dumb. Well, I mean, it's, it's like the brother of Blue Devils. So you're not going to like any team with devil in the name. Hmm. I like the Demon Deacons. Good. Fair enough. Which are technically devils. Fair point. Um, this is Florida State's current home jersey, and I chose this one specifically because it has their Cheez-It Bowl patch on it, which <laughs> is one of my favorite bowls. <laughs> one of your favorite bowls. Um, this has a lot going on. There's a lot going on. It's very busy. I'm going to teach you one little thing. Okay. A lot of times when you see helmets with, like, these little stickers like this. Sure. They call them helmet stickers, and players get oh. them. 
when like right <laughs> they get them when they make like a good play like they'll earn a helmet sticker so the more they have as the you see players sometimes get more stickers as the season goes on okay and fsu and is one of the teams that does that and ohio state's another i don't like that i've seen other i have seen other teams do it and i don't like it i think it it's very cluttered it's not clean looking and mm-hmm. i don't like it um yeah there's a lot going on here there's a lot of like patterns and things i do like i do like the the collar hmm. but i think that if it was just that Mm-hmm. then it'd be like a statement. They've got so much going on that it's no longer a statement. You are preaching to the choir right now. Um, so I'm going to say four. 2014 FSU, who I grew up rooting for, didn't have this. Mm-hmm. They had something here, but it was better. They did it better. Mm-hmm. It was a different pattern. And they just they changed it up in 2014 right after they won a national championship. It made no sense to me, but I digress. I haven't liked the new look quite as much. Mm-hmm. So I agree. What what number did you give it? A four. A four. A four. You're harsh, but fair. <laughs> uh, who do we have now? Oh, I was I was waiting. What for this is this monstrosity? In 2017, Absolutely the Florida Gators not. thought it was a good. This is one of the most like made fun of jerseys of all time. So the Florida Gators thought it would be a good idea to make a jersey concept where they dress up as actual game. They wore this in an actual game. I should have chosen the game-worn jersey, but I went with the little promo they put out to help it make it be a little... They looked even worse on the field. No, that's just not... That's not doing it for me. Um, Yeah, negative four. So not quite as bad as Duke. I mean, that's bad as Duke. Duke Duke is negative ten. Listen, I give Tennessee negative ten, personally, so that's fair. Negative four for the Gator Gator alternates. I didn't even put the Gator. Gators have a classic look, but I didn't put them in here. This is another what I deem to be horrible throwback, but I'll let you decide. This is the uh, Virginia Tech um, uh, Hokie Stone that they did. I don't remember what year they did this, but nobody liked these. No. Um... Not a fan. Two. Because mm-hmm. I like the helmets, actually. Yeah. I don't hate them. But I hate the jerseys. So, two. Nikki says that I mansplained helmet stickers. Um, I didn't know that, actually, so I'm going to let that one slide. Thank you for protecting my honor. <laughs> Nikki, you should watch this every week. Um... <laughs> Ooh, what is this color? It looks like poo. <laughs> the Jaguars color rush. Uh, so the NFL did color rush jerseys for years, and they're, most of them are terrible. This one was one of the worst. I kind of feel like I like the helmet a little bit, though. I can't see the side of it, but I like that. I like the uh, the mat. Mm, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's going to be like another, like, that's like a one or a two. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, we, we should be getting to some better ones here in a minute. Better ones? Not this one yet. Well, unless you like it. Maryland's, mm. I don't, actually don't think these were even their alternate jerseys for a few years. I think these were their regular jerseys for a few years. No. That's not good. Mm-mm. Again, it's very busy. There's a lot going on. We get you love your flag, though. Yeah, clearly. Um, yeah, one. Next. One. They don't wear these anymore, thankfully. That's good. Thankfully for Talia Tungavailoa, he doesn't have to wear those very often. Mm. I'm interested to see what you think here. Who is this? This is one of the classic looks in football. Michigan. Home uniform. It looks kind of scary. Um, I do like the colors. I like the navy. I think that's a that's a good, like, solid color. So I typically don't really like the yellow, light yellow, but I like it with the navy because it's like, the mm-hmm. navy's dark enough that it balances it out. I don't always like Michigan as a program, but I, I've always liked the way their jerseys look. Mm. I'm going to say four, because I don't love it. <laughs> that's fair. I mean, hey, that's your opinion. Uh, do you, I have a little anecdote about this jersey. Do you remember the first time you ever, do you remember the first time your parents put HD TV in your house? Like the first time it was ever HD. No, of course not. I do. Also, we had a really old TV for like my whole life. Mm. Like I, a box TV. When I was like 16... I don't think they got a flat screen TV until I moved out. Really? College. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Yeah, so you don't remember this. <laughs> when I was in high school, my parents did eventually put in a flat screen, and then we did direct TV, and it came with the HD channels. When they finally, like, I don't know if they had to splurge for it, if it came with it, whatever. But I remember the first thing I ever saw on HD television in my own home was a Michigan football game, and I remember thinking, that's the best-looking jersey I've ever seen. Hmm. Well, that one's not. 
Not for you. <laughs> for me, it's a solid nine. Um, oh, okay. Mississippi State's home uniform. Um, okay, so I really like this color. I know you don't like this no, color very much. We've discussed this. We have discussed this. But I love this color. I think it's a very classic color, and I think it looks good on almost everybody. Mm -hmm. um, this nice burgundy, like Merlot color. Mm -hmm. but you would wear that. It looks the same. I do like. wear that color. Yeah. Um, so I do like the color combo. The helmet's pretty classic. Um, but I don't love the, like, writing on it. Like, I don't Here? love this logo there. Yeah. So I'm going to say, f I'm going to say five. You've given very few above a five, which, again, there's nothing inherently wrong with that. And okay. I am well, not there... a huge fan of this color, as we said. Thank you, Courtney. So. But, yeah, I mean, there's some, it's football uniforms. I don't know what you, I mean, I'm not going to get, like, that excited about them. That's true. <laughs> That's true. But what if we called them football outfits? <laughs> Costumes? <laughs> All right. Costumes? The San Francisco 49ers home jerseys. Mm. Um, I like their helmets. They're mm -hmm. shiny. Mm -hmm. um, I don't love the red and gold. Mm. I don't love that color combo. I don't know, actually. I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of classic. Very classic. Now that I'm looking at it. Just like the overall, you know vibe that it's giving mm -hmm. six the six okay mm -hmm. all right yeah one of the very classic nfl jerseys i probably should have put the packers in that place but it's fair it's fine this is maybe the most classic jersey in all of football this is the notre dame home jersey no it's, it's so okay but there's nothing happening i mean i know i said i didn't want busy but like this looks like they didn't have any money, so they just had plain <laughs> shirts with a number on it. It's more of, this is what we wore in the in the 50s, this is what we wore in the 60s, and this is what we wore now. Okay. They well, don't, like you know, Alabama, they don't change I, them up. Sometimes it's good to progress, you guys. Um, but they do have shiny helmets. Mm -hmm. I thought you liked the chrome dome. I do. Um, I don't like when you call it that. The though. golden dome? But I... I like the shiny helmets. Um, I think that we could maybe, you know. So how would you improve the Notre I've, Dame jersey? Oh well, I don't know, but I just, I just, this is giving like college club league. I paid for this out of my <laughs> club dues <laughs> jersey. This is one of those Taylor Swift put Travis Kelsey on the map things that girls say where like every dude that likes football is going to be like, I cannot believe what you're saying about Notre Dame. Okay, jerseys. first of all, <laughs> nobody said that seriously. Everybody oh, no. only said that as a joke. But well, um, I mean this for real. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like the helmets. I don't love the uniform. Four. Four. Okay. Who do we have next? I think these are ended up in alphabetical order. So we're at the ends. How many of these do we have? Uh, 20-something. Jesus. Okay. The powder um, blue Ole Miss home jersey. Yeah. So, I like their helmets. Mm -hmm. I don't love the jersey, but I also don't hate it. I don't know. It, it's a little bit cartoonish to mm, me. Interesting. I don't know why. It doesn't scream scary football team to you. No, it just looks kind of like, yeah, it kind of, it kind of looks like a 1950s, like, hi, pal, like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so you would not be scared if this team ran out of the tunnel and they were wearing that. No, mm -hmm. but I do like their helmets. Uh, uh this is, that's a six. That's a six. We'll give that a six. I like, I like their powder blues. I like most of what Ole Miss wears, actually. All right, so we're, we the next three are Oregon jerseys. Oh, God, jerseys. it's terrible. You hate Oregon I jerseys. do. So this one was specifically one that they did where they were supposed to look like Look like, like the mascot, duck, right? and it's horrendous. Why would you want to look like the duck? What are, what are these orange legs they've got happening here? Kind of cool. No, I do not like it. I hate the green and yellow. The orange with it is horrendous. Absolutely not. Got a number? Negative five. Negative five. 
another Oregon when they wore the pink helmets. I do well. I like. I pink was helmets. wondering how you'd feel about the. Pink I helmets. like the pink helmets, but I don't like the rest of what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, it none of it goes. It does not go together. Mm-mm. Not a single piece of it. Um, clearly, they did not. You know, I don't know who, what designer they worked with here, but it's not. It's not going well. Nike. Well, I mean, I can see, yeah. yeah, but I'm, but somebody had to design it. I don't know who designs these. Right, things. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. This was not a good choice. I am here for the pink helmets. That keeps them out of the negatives. Okay. Um, but this is gonna be like a two. Oh, so just barely out of the negatives. Yes. Oregon has incorporated pink before, and they've done it better than this. I will say they've done the numbers pink before, and they've they've had some of the shoulder stuff. But I did this one specifically because of the helmet. Well, and I love very the helmet. helmet forward. Yes, I love the helmet. Yeah. But the rest of it is just horrendous. How do you feel about the like the these? That's fine too. Yeah. But just none of it goes. Yeah. None of it goes. Uh, we got one more Oregon. I know. This is they wore they they wore this a couple weeks ago. Okay, I like the helmet. Mhm. I think if just the jersey was splattered, and not the pants. Would you go dark pants though? To counteract yeah, I that. think I would do the dark pants. Because when I first saw I it, I thought I the same thing. I think I would do dark pants with the splattered jersey and the helmet. And that, honestly, this would be the best Oregon one that I've seen. But um, all of the splattering, I'm not loving. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to say five. Okay. Because I really like the helmet. And I, I, I like... They had, they had good idea going there yeah just could have been done a little bit better that's that's kind of worrying though they, they have an idea and sometimes they pull it off and sometimes it looks horrible all right very classic look very classic look who is this this is ohio state's home jersey oh it's fine it's not blowing me away mm-hmm. uh, four four it's the same that you gave michigan i think this is Penn State's home. I should have done their road jerseys now that I think about it, but I did their home. I like these, actually. It's, it's like, simple, but in a... What? Yes. What? I'm so glad you said that. I love Penn State's jerseys. Yeah, I like it. I don't love their helmets, but, yeah, I just, I like the navy and white seven. They might be the only team that does less with their helmets than Alabama, because Alabama at least puts the number on it. Yeah. They just got the blue, the white with the blue stripe, and that is their thing. This is simple, but in a different way than, who was it? Notre Dame. Notre Dame, yeah. Yeah. It just looks nicer. This is the LA Rams. Uh, not their current home jerseys, but the ones that they wore right when they came back to LA that I really liked. But Okay. I like what they're doing with the helmets. I like they have like the little Rams thing mm-hmm. on them. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not loving the blue and the yellow. I do actually like the pants, but I don't love the jerseys with the pants. I don't think they go together. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say four. The Rams have fumbled their look a few different times because they have it when they have it, but then they mix it up too much. And they, th- they Imagine this, but now with a very stark white where all the yellow is, and it looks even worse. Mm. Uh, <sighs> this is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, what they what became known as their bumblebee throwbacks. Well, that's horrendous. <laughs> they wore this for several negative, years in a row. Negative seven. Bad. Move on. <laughs> uh, the Tampa Bay creamsicle jerseys. Ew, I don't like those. Oh, people love these. One. Move on. One for the creamsicles. You are a harsh critic. This is Texas's home uniform. Okay, I also do love a burnt orange. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like their helmets. Mm-hmm. Seven. Yeah, that's, that's good. Love Texas's uniforms. We're almost done here. We've got North Carolina's, uh, home uniforms, and that is number 88, Kamari Morales. Hey. Um, okay, well, I do like us in white better, mm-hmm. but you can't go wrong with Carolina blue. No. Obviously. Um, so, Eight. If you guys haven't gathered, she is a North Carolina <laughs> fan and not a Duke fan. Wisely at that, I must say. Uh, yeah, actually, and I like the blue and the I like the light blue and the navy and the white. It's just 
You just can't go wrong with it. North Carolina has one of the unique looks in all of sports. Yeah. That nobody else does Carolina blue. Or if they try to replicate well, it, they don't do it like they do. Carolina blue. Yeah. <laughs> we just dropped my work iPad on the ground. It's okay. It's fine. It looks like it's still working. Yeah. It's all good. I don't know what I did. We got Help. you. Um, USC's home uniform. Is this California? Yes. No, I don't like it. It looks like McDonald's. <laughs> this is probably like... Three. The college football uniform. This is? Shut up. You've said that about too many I know. Times. This Alabama Notre Dame, like it's... It's... It's bad. It's bad. Move on. It's bad. It's bad. Last one. <laughs> Why did you pick that picture? Why would you pick that picture of him? He's, he's winking he, right at you. But he looks so handsome in so many other pictures, and you picked this one. He's winking. Okay, that's. I think stop. he looks hot there. No. Um. Okay. So I don't like the Kansas City colors either because again, it's giving McDonald's. But this looks better because it's the white with just like the red and yellow accents versus like the full red and yellow uniforms. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna give that. Uh, it's still a four because it's not great. Yeah. If we're being honest. Well, that was our last jersey. Um, so, I don't Do you have any final thoughts? Anything you want to get off your chest about the world? It doesn't have to be football. It can be about anything. It can be about mm. books. People should read. Whatever, you, whatever you've got. <laughs> Come here, bub. I don't, I don't think so. Oh, hi, Dom. Look who, look who joined us. Hi, buddy. Say hello. Um, no, I don't, I don't have anything, but I'm sure that, you know, you have some football wisdom to share. No, I'm, I'm fresh out. You're fresh out? You're fre I'm fresh out. Hmm. No, uh, okay, so I think that'll just about do it. I'm getting a little hungry. Okay. Um, but I've, I've, I've had a good time doing this. I think, yeah. I think we're going to have to do, uh, a couple more weeks with, with, um, with some various co-hosts. I think Parker Rhodes might be on here next week. I haven't asked him yet. Um... <laughs> I haven't asked Forrest yet, but if he's still watching, I was going to see if he wanted to do it after Parker. Um, so, and then I think Norwood's back after that. I think he was going to miss three episodes. Um, but yeah, and this is Duncan. I don't know if he's ever, if he hasn't appeared on the pod, you've probably seen pictures of him, but he's a good boy. He knows a lot about football. And he's ready for us to be done with this too. So uh, thank you guys for watching. Um, share it with whoever you want to share it with that likes football, or if they don't, or if they... Just want to hang out. Let's hear it for MC Sharp. Um, really filling in and doing a great job, even even being as harsh of a Jersey critic as she is. And I don't know. I'd have you on again. Nikki wants to know why you left Jimmy off. Oh, I should have put Jimmy without the helmet on. True. How, okay, have you heard this? Jimmy Garoppolo got benched. No, I don't know anything about that. I only know what Nikki tells me. So. The Raiders are blaming Jimmy G. Mm. for things that aren't his fault. Well, I don't know what to say about that. Um, but anyway, thank you guys so much. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Say bye, Bump. <laughs>